Heavenly Father, we thank you. The Bible says that the entrance of your word brings light. Father, I decree that light has come today in the name of Jesus. Father, Holy Spirit, we ask that you minister to us. Father, you, that you quicken our spirit, man. Bring understanding. Bring hope. Bring insight. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. And the family say? Amen. And the family say? Amen. I want to continue from where I left off last month. Um, and I want to call this, I want to call this um, Keys to Victory Part 2. Key to Victory Part 2. And I want to give it a subtitle, which I'll call um, the upper room experience. Please let me tell you, neighbor, I need an upper room experience. I need an upper room experience. Revelations chapter 4. It says, After these things, I looked, and behold, a door standing opened in heaven. And and the first voice which I heard was like a trumpet speaking with me, saying, Come up. Please tell your neighbor, come up. Uh, he said, Come up here. Come up here. And I will show you things which must take place after this. He said, Come up here. And I will show you things which must take place after this. In other words, there are certain things you may never see unless you change your location. There are certain things you may never see unless you change your spiritual location. And that's the fact. I, he, could have, he could have shown him things where he is. But he said, no. He said, you come up here. And I will show you. In other words, until you come up, there are certain things about your destiny, about your life, about your marriage, about your career, about your home, about your children. And listen to this. About yourself that you will never see. And that's why the greatest investment you will ever make is a spiritual investment. You understand? So he said, come up here. And so I call this the upper room experience. A rooftop experience. I call it the attic experience. And so we'll look at another text in Acts chapter 9, Acts chapter 10, the Bible says in Acts chapter 10, please tell anybody one, one, one more time, you need to go up. You need to. You need to. To stay at a lower level is spiritual suicide. To go up means that you have a vantage point. And this is all in your spiritual journey. Yeah? It says, the next day, verse 9, as they went on on their journey and drew near to the city, Peter went up to the, where? House top. Bring up my scripture. Peter went up, Peter went up, I like, I like it in King, it in King James, all right? So, and he went up to the house top to pray. He went up where? The house top. The house top. 
the house top. Revelation says, come up. He went up to pray. He went up to pray. You need to upgrade. He could have prayed in his house. He could have prayed. So it talks about changing level, changing gear, so as to see better. Changing gear so as to see better. Changing levels so as to have better insight. Brothers and sisters, you and I, we are going to make decisions every single day till you die. Will it not be nice if you make decisions based on insight? Praise the Lord. He said, come up here and I will show you. Come up here. And so Peter went up on, to the, on the housetop to pray about the sixth hour. The sixth hour. And then he, beca- he became very hungry and wanted to eat. But while they made, while they made ready, he fell into a trance and saw heaven opened. Heaven op- only opens when you upgrade. Hell, heaven only opens when you change gear. Heaven only opens when you change your level. Heaven only opens. That is, that is, that is, there is a dimension of God you, you may never experience. I'll tell you what happened to me when I was in um, boarding school. I, I didn't know I was allergic to chloroquine. I didn't know. So my uncle was a, was a, a chemist. And I went to see him one day and I said, oh, un- uncle, I, I, I have, I, I'm, I'm feeling feverish. And then he gave me this to, um, he gave me, um, I gave me an injection. My uncle gave me an injection. <laughs> so, and then I come, go back to the hostel. And then all night, I was itching and scratching. And I don't know if you have had those chloroquine before. Oh, so you know what I'm talking about. I was itching and scratching and itching and scratching and scratching. So I woke up in the morning, the following morning, and I told my, my bunk, my, my, um, my, my bunk mate, yeah. I said, man, I might as well, what kind of, what kind of mosquitoes we had yesterday? I said, I'm sure you didn't sleep well. You can't look at me like sleep well. I said, yeah, I said, it was terrible. I said, where did they come from? He said, what? I said, mosquitoes. He said, I didn't, I didn't express any. I said, I said no, you, I said, you, you mean you slept through that thing? I said, I, said, I couldn't sleep. I said, there were mosquitoes everywhere. And he was looking at me like, man, this guy, what are you on? So he didn't, he didn't I mean, he, he did not really understand what I was talking about. Then I told the second guy, told the third guy, but then I told the fourth guy, and I realized that, hang on a minute, maybe I'm the one with the problem. So I still didn't figure that out. Until another time, I had malaria, and then my uncle, good same uncle, gave me this time, he gave me Nivaquin. These were two tablets of Nivaquin. He said, Take these two tablets, one in the mo- two in the morning, two in the evening. And instantly, I started itching, scratching. That was when I knew that I, am, I was um, allergic to chloroquine, to the Queen's family, to the Queen's family. But when I was going through it, I thought we were all at the same level. 
I thought we all had sleepless nights. So what I'm telling you, my, my friend, is that don't assume that we are all at the same level. And God does not want you to assume that there's only one level. So he told the gentleman, he said, my friend, you come up. So Peter needed to pray, so he went up. Do you understand? And then he saw heaven opened and an object like a great sheet bound by the four corners. And that message on that day, four, four corners. Not the musicians, by the way. All right. Verse 12 says, In it were all kinds of four-footed animals of the earth, wild beasts, creeping things, and birds of the air. And a voice came to him, saying, Rise, Peter, kill and eat. But Peter said, No, not so, Lord, for I have never eaten anything uncommon or unclean. And a voice spoke to him again the second time, saying, What God has cleansed you must not call common. This was done three times. And the object was taken up into heaven. Someone told, verse 17. Now while Peter wondered within himself what this vision which he had seen meant, behold, the men who had been sent from Cornelius had made inquiry at Simon's house and stood before the gate. And they called and asked whether Simon, whose surname was Peter, was lodging there. While Peter thought about the vision, the spirit said to him, behold, Three men are seeking you. Arise therefore, go down and go with them, doubting nothing, for I have sent them. So your upper room is a place of revelation. Your upper room is a place of revelation. God did not send you to planet Earth without a guide. He said, and I will send you the comforter, the Holy Spirit, who will do what? Show you. In other words, reveal. But it doesn't just reveal to you anywhere, anyhow. Do you understand? It won't just reveal to you anywhere, anyhow. So there is an upper room experience. There is a place, there is a posture you must have. There is a hunger you must have. There is a place you must go within your Within yourself, there's a place you must go within your environment where God can speak to you. You make the time for that appointment. He says, come up here and I will show you. If you want the revelation, you come up here. Many years ago, it was, um, I, I had um, this vision and um, I, saw, I, saw, I, I, I saw an angel. Right? And I think this is my angel because, you know, when you see the same person ever, every, every time, you just know that this guy. So, and this particular individual always show up, if I show up whenever I have a challenge. And so I, I uh, this, this my, I call it, well, okay, I don't know how to name this person, name this angel, this entity, so I just tell my angel, okay. So he pulled up. Now, this was me in a, in a vision. And he was driving this, he was in a car, and he had, there was a, another lady with him. And I said, hey, can you imagine in the, in, the, in the vision, I recognized him that I have seen him before. Can you imagine? I said, hey, where have you been? He said nothing. I said, where have you been? Long time. You know, he just kept quiet looking at me. And then he brought out, he brought out um, a kit. This was years ago now. He brought out a kit. And then he gave me, the, gave me uh, this. It looked like a telephone, right? But I, it, it, so I looked, at it, I looked at the kit. And I said, what is this? He said nothing. 
just stood there, just sat in the car, looked at me. Went from the, through the window, he passed this kid over to me. And I, and I looked at the car and said, wow, this is a telecommunications equipment. Wow, wow, this is nice. It's a telecommunica- telecommunications equipment. As I was shouting telecommunications equipment, I woke up. I was saying, telecommunications equipment? What does this mean? You know, three or four months down the line, I got a major company, a major contract. I'm not saying me contracting. I said I got a major contract from a telecoms company. And I was scared. If I mention the companies, then you will know. Right? They are somewhere down M25 Junction 11. You should know who they are. Right? And I was so petrified. It was huge. I mean, it required me to, I mean, let me tell you how good, how good that contract was, right? The guy, the church guy, that's why I love church. The church guy, that is, this is, uh, the guy was like, like a son in the Lord, right? I, ha- that I hired, I put him on 25,000 pounds per annum net. That's how good it was, you know? And, but I was scared. And I thought to myself, oh, no, 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 wow. Yeah, they just go to our website and see this. I mean, this is a husband and wife operation. I mean, let me go mess up myself here. And then I remembered the revelation. All of a sudden, I said, yes, we can do it. We can do it. We can do it. Well, physically speaking, I was petrified. But by revelation, I was empowered. And that was how we went. Now, it also happened that this same guy, this same guy, he needed, he needed, he needed a stay in the U.K., so on the back of that contract, I put in the application to the home office to, have him, to give him residency. Come on, say revelation. You can't stay at the same level and expect great things. You can't stay at the same level. You can't stay at the same level. Do you like your life the way it is like this? There's more. There's more. There's more. There's more for you. There's more for your children. That is, that is physical benefit from a spiritual, a spiritual revelation. Tangible benefit. Who, that, who benefited? I benefited. Who laughed to the bank? I laughed to the bank. Who hired? I hired. Not in heaven, on earth. So, the pursuit of spirituality is to your advantage. But of course, the Bible says that the prince of this world has come to blind men. Blind you. And then you'll be dancing at your level and you'll think this is all there is. You'll be celebrating at your level. Think, you'll be celebrating at your level thinking this is all there is. Your kids can come back, come back home with a star and then you'll be happy. But someone went home with a cup. Someone went home with a trophy. Does that make sense? Yeah, so you need to go, you need to go higher. You need to desire more. You need to commit more to your spiritual journey. So here was Peter saying, you know what, I will not... That now, God knew that those guys were coming to ask him to pray for Cornelius. And then by revelation, at the housetop, at the rooftop, in his upper room, God revealed certain things to him. 
I pray for the grace to hunger for more in Jesus' mighty name. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. My pastor will say your amen is under attack. <laughs> amen. The house top. What is the house top to you? I don't know. But I will tell you what the house top effect is. Because when you look at the Bible, there are so many metaphors in the Bible. When the Bible talks about mountain, it means a place of elevation. Right? When the Bible talks, and so Moses went on to the top of the mountain. So God showed him the future. And then the Bible talks about the plain. The plain is a place of stability. Yeah? Then the Bible also talks about the valley. The valley, every time you, see the, every time you read about the valley in the Bible, it talks about a place of trial, a place of test. So even though, even though I walk through the valley of the shadow, so, 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 the, 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 so the, the rooftop there, right, it's a place where you meet and commune with God and great things come out of there. A cave means a place of isolation. The cave of Abdullam. A place of discomfort. So a house is a place of security. A house is a place of security. A rooftop is a place of breakthrough. And so he moved from a place of security to a place of breakthrough so that God can show him some things. So your comfort can be a trap to stay on the average lane of life. Can be a trap. Can be a trap. House means security. Security. Home means security. It means comfort. So he left the house. He went to the house top. He left a place of security. He went to a rooftop. You need to move up. You need to go to the attic if you have one. Right? In my former house, we used to have, we used to have um, an attic. It's a, it's a very cold place. We did it up, but it was still cold. Every now and then I go up there just to go and, just to, just to go and pray. And I'll be shivering. You need to do that. Find a place in your life to meet with God and get a revelation. But you must go up. You must go up. Amen. Praise the Lord. Number two, your attic, your rooftop, your housetop, whatever you want to call it, is a place of prophetic communication. Direction. A place of prophetic communication and direction. Many years ago, I, <laughs> I was believing God for a job. You heard my story before. And I submitted my resume in this organization. They did not reply me. And it was, um, what do you call that thing? It was, um, it was, um, uh, it was registered. There's registered and then there is... Um, there is, sorry, you, there's one you do by registration, right? Then there's one they sign for. Recorded delivery. Thank you. It was, it was recorded delivery. After a week, I heard nothing. So I called them. I have the proof that someone signed for it. Till today, they have no record that that application showed up in their office. So I, so I, so I, told, so I, told, them, I told them, can you please send me another one? Which they did. So... Um, they used to tell us then that um, always make a photocopy of the form. So I quickly just 
um, copied the, first, the old form across to the new form, and I sent it off again with recorded delivery. A few days later, I had a, a vision. In that vision, there was a demon stalking me. If I turn left, the demon will turn left. If I turn right, the demon will turn right. So I said, what is this? This ugly looking creature. So at some point I stopped and I said, I address you in the name of Jesus. The moment I did that, the creature just exploded. And then when the smoke cleared, there was this magnificent um, uh, print picture on the floor. So I picked it and I was shouting, this is a masterpiece. This is a masterpiece. This is a masterpiece. And I woke up, this is a masterpiece. This is a masterpiece. I woke up telling, shout. I woke up saying, this is a masterpiece. You know that job, that career path, <laughs> what I am today, by the grace of God, not spiritually, but that career path, till today, till today, even years since I've left, I can go back if I choose to. Very interesting. Years after leaving, one day I went to the same organization for a, I don't know what I went to do. I was running my own business this time around. And I said, let me even ask. Let me, I said, you know what? God always says, if you want to come back, you can come back. Let me even try. Let me try. So they usually have a private employee's number and telephone access number. So jokingly, I tried my telephone. It was still active. After years, my line and access code was still active after years of leaving that organization. You need to move up. You need to. And uh, consciously so. So your rooftop is a place of prophetic communication. First Samuel 9 verse 17. I, I love this in, in King James Version. And when Samuel saw Saul, the Lord said to him, said unto him, Behold, the man from whom I spoke to, you, spoke to thee of, this same shall reign over my people. Then Saul drew near to Samuel in the gate and said, Tell me, I pray thee, where the seer's house is. And Samuel answered Saul and said, I am the seer. Go up before me unto the high place, and you shall eat with me today. And tomorrow I will let you go. Then I was... I will get you to stay the night with me, and tomorrow I will send you your way. Verse 20. And if your asses have, that we had lost three days ago, set not your mind on them, for they are found. And on whom is all the desire of, the, of Israel? Is it not on you and on, on, on your father's house? Verse 21. Then Saul answered and said, I'm, I'm not a Benjamite. I'm not I a Benjamite of the smallest of the tribes of Israel, and my family, the least of all the families of the tribe of Benjamin. Verse 22, and Samuel took Saul to his servant and brought him into the parlor. Listen to this. And said, and made them sit in the chiefest place among them. And there were, and that, that were bidding, which were about 30 persons. Now, 30 in scriptures, if you do your lexicon and your um, commentary, 30 talks about a place of maturity. That's what it means. So Jesus was 30 years old when he started. So 30 talks about a place of maturity. Look at that. Listen to this. And Samuel said to the cook, bring the portion which I gave you, of which I said 
to you, set it aside. Verse 24, the cook took up the shoulder. Shoulder, do your Bible research. Shoulder talks about government, authority, order. Yeah? Isaiah, and the government shall be upon his. Okay, so that's where it's coming from. So shoulder means government. 30 means maturity. Yeah? So, um, so, they, they, so they keep the lamb on that day, and then they study before him. And then he came, he just ate. But look at this. And the Bible says that in, from verse um, 25. And when, they, and when they were come down from the high place into the city, Samuel communed with Saul where? Samuel communed with Saul on the top of the house. The earlier scripture that we read said he invited Saul to the parlor. But when he was now going to speak to him as a prophet, he said, come up. Come up. Your destiny will not change unless you change your level. We can sit here and eat a meal. But for you, for you to receive what I, have, what I have in stock for you, you need to come aside from the rest of them and come to an elevated place. Revelation chapter 4 verse 1. Come up and I will show you. Right? Acts chapter 10. And can you see, can you see the sequence there? Where are you going to? Where do you fit in in this picture? How are you going to use this? Should this not impact your prayer life? Can you not see a sequence in the scriptures? And so the Bible says, and Bible says that, and, 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 and so, then, so Saul, Samuel, commute. So I, I'm thinking, what will he tell him? He will tell him, of course. Listen, you came here looking for what is lost, but you are going to become a king. This is God's agenda for your life. This is God's agenda for this nation. This is God's agenda for this nation, and this is where you fit in in the whole agenda. That's what he said. He said they commune with him. What has the prophet got to do with Saul other than to tell him what the heart of God is for him, his family, and his nation? But you will never receive that in the house, in your home, a place of comfort, or sitting among the elders, your mates, the captains of industry, and eating soup, eating biscuits, and drinking tea. After we have eaten, after the tea, after the hey, hi, ho, how, love you, love you, love you, 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 need, you need to go to a place, an elevated place in your life, alone with God, to find out what his heart for you is. Your destiny, your call. Your destiny, your call. Some will sit throughout their entire life. All they will do is play, eat biscuits, drink soup, and marry. In the house. In a place of comfort. In a place of security without any divine or destiny agenda. Question. Is that really how you want to live your life? 
is that really how is that really why is that how you want to live your life? I mean, 40 years time, I came and I played. Yeah, but the soup was good anyway. So you can pray in your house. You can pray while you are jogging, while you are cooking or taking the kids to school. But this kind of uh, prophetic communication can never, be released at, can never be released at that level. I mean, are we not all the same? He could have turned, and of course, he would have sat on his right hand. If you, see the, if you know the way the, their culture is. Remember the, the gentleman that Jesus loved leaned onto Jesus? So, so he, he was a guest. This is the next king of Israel. Where will he will have been sitting on the right-hand side of, of the prophet. The, prophet. the prophet could have leaned to him and said, you know, my son, I think this is what God is going to do. And he said, no, 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 no. He said, the gentleman, excuse me. Saul, come. And they went where? To the rooftop. You need to change level. If you don't ch- change level, you will spend your entire life fighting the same demons and singing the same song. Do you understand? Amen? amen. That amen is very intimidating. Yeah. <laughs> Praise the Lord. <laughs> so, prophetic direction and communication is for those who want to go to the rooftop. Verse 26 says, and they, and they arose early and it came to pass about the spring of the day that Samuel called Saul. This was the next day now, right? And it came to pass, they rose early in the morning, and it came to pass at about the spring of the day. If the Bible talks about the spring of the day, maybe there was the winter of the day. And so right there, the Bible tells me that there was a shift, there was a shift in Saul's life. Maybe he was going through a winter period in his life. Of course, probably yes, because, he, because his household just lost donkeys and he came searching for them. And right there, right there at that rooftop, on that second day, the Bible says there was a change. He moved from the winter of his life to the spring of that same day. From darkness to light. Praise the Lord. That Samuel called Saul to the top of the house saying, Up, that I may send you away. And Saul arose and they went out, both of them, and he said, and he and, and, he and Sam, Samuel abroad. So I need to send you away, but I cannot send you away from the house. I need to send you away to the rooftop, from the, from the rooftop. Does that make sense? Can you hunger for more? Can you desire more? It doesn't have to be something big, right? You can change, you can change your prayer life one gear at a time, one step at a time. But whatever you do, take one step forward. You can change your hunger one step at a time. This month is a month of what? Uncommon measure. Uncommon measure. So you can, you can do one more thing differently. You can do one more thing differently. But you can't keep doing the same thing and expect a different result. No. You can change that gear. 
You don't have to go from level one to level 10. No, you can go from one to 1.5. That's good. He said, if you have faith as small as a mustard seed, all God wants is the change. Change means progress. Right? Do you pray? Maybe I pray one, one minute more. That's all I have to give, Lord. One minute more. Have you been doing five minutes? Maybe five minutes more. I'm not saying from five minutes, five minutes to five hours. No. Five minutes more. Five minutes more. Do you read a verse a day? Or no verse at all? Okay, no verse at all. Maybe one verse a day. No, that's too much. One word a day. One word. One word a day. One word. Two verses. But whatever you do, oh, whatever you do, I now have an understanding of my upper room. I will not stay in the same place. I will not stay in the same place again. Amen. Praise the Lord. So, so the upper room is a place of what? what? Prophetic communication and direction. Number three, Psalm 102. It says, verse 7, 102 verse 7. It says, I watch and am as a sparrow alone. Upon where? Alone. Upon the housetop. Upon the housetop. Alone. Alone. The Bible says, talks about Jesus. He said Jesus left his disciples and he went, he went alone to the mountain. He, to the mountain. His own upper room to pray and seek the voice of God. So in other words, the housetop is a place of lonely commune with God. I watch I watch, I watch talks about prayer. Remember? That I will stand upon my what? Watch. And I will hear what he has to do, what? Say. So I watch. But I don't just watch anywhere. I watch and I, I and I'm as a sparrow, alone upon the housetop. So it tells you where you should pray and your posture of prayer. I forgot to answer you. So if you are going to be successful in life, you need to learn to be alone. If you are going to be victorious in life, you need to learn to be alone sometime. Your friends need to leave you alone. Your Instagram friend, they need to leave you alone. At least just half hour will do. One hour. Your Facebook friends, they need to leave you alone. Right? You will need to watch and you need to pray. You need to be alone. You need to be alone. To be alone means to, to, at some point, you need to detach yourself from the things that crave your attention. You need to. At some point, you need to tell the children, hey, 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 what? give me a break. One minute, I will be back. Stay here, stay here. We are coming. We used to do that. We call it our time. At some point, you need to be, you need to be alone. At some point, you need to tell your wife, honey, please give me a minute. Uh, let me go talk to Jesus. Alone. Alone. Maybe you want to wake up early or go to bed late. But you must be at the housetop. You must be alone and you must watch. Watch. 
So you need to detox yourself of noise. It's very interesting now, we read, we're reading in papers the other day that there's a camp, 400 pounds per person, where they go detox themselves, detox themselves off their mobile phones. Isn't that interesting? Camp. Why did I think about that? 400 quid per person. So it just tells you how, if you don't know how to separate yourself and be alone, you can go through life with a fragmented spirit. A fragmented spirit can never catch revelation. A fragmented spirit can never receive prophetic direction. So you can go through life and, and miss out on the will of God. Come, you can be off course on the will of God for you. All right? Well, I'll give you one last one and then we, we pray. Your upper room, and I love this one, is a place of, is a place of destiny. That's what it is. And you know the story, Joshua chapter 2, how two men went to, um, they went to spy out the land and they came across um, um, Rahab. Verse 7 said, And the men pursued after them the way to Jordan into the fords. And so as soon as they had pursued after them, they were gone, they shut the gate. Verse 8 says, And before they were laid down, Rahab came up to them where? Upon the roof. Upon the roof. She did not hide them. Now, Rahab was a prostitute. In other words, she was accustomed to people coming to her level to have intimacy with her. It, it, illegal intimacy happens at a lower level. There are relationships that you have right now at that lower level that are actually toxic to you. It's not interesting that when he saw these guys, he knew that they were different. She knew they were different. And then she took them where? To the rooftop. She knew they were different. Why? Because the way they were dressed was different. Times have moved on. They've been in the desert for 40 years, wearing the same shoes. So those shoes were outdated. Their style was old. So they came in. You knew they were, you knew they were different. Probably, just guessing. But she put them in the... Look at what the upper room delivered to Rahab. And the upper room, because, the upper, because that upper room, that rooftop was a place of prophetic communication. What did she say? I know that God has given you this city. Prostitute. We are all afraid because of you. Listen to this. Listen to this. And then please, strike a deal with me. That when you come back and take this city, you will not destroy my family. And look at these two guys, without prayer, without consulting Joshua, no mobile phones, they struck a deal with the prostitute. Do you know why? Because of where they were standing. I said, I don't know about you, mate, but this just sounds, it feels good to do, isn't it? Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm sure, they, I'm sure Joshua, Joshua won't mind. No, 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 no. Yeah. Okay. Here, handshake. On the rooftop. On the rooftop. On the rooftop. That prostitute 
became the great-great-grandmother of David. Your upper room, your rooftop, if you step higher, this turned a prostitute into a princess. It turns paupers into princes. It changes men from the pits to the palace. Because even in her mess, she knew she was better than this. She knew that this place is not right. She knew that if people who come to sleep with me here at this level, it's not nice. And seeing these guys, she thought, hang on a minute, there's just something about this, these people. This could, be my, this could be my ticket out of this mess. And she took them to a place of revelation. What will you do, what will you do differently? So by the time we get to Acts chapter 2, I'm not surprised that the Holy Ghost came down on 120 people where? At the upper room. You know what the upper room brings? It brings uniformity. The Bible says, and there arose upon every single one of them tongues as of fire. No man is left behind and no one is left out. 